today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Kurdish uh, forces still uh, struggling to contain the world's unwanted ISIS prisoners. Uh, This situation, of course, uh, all started, was all put into motion. The first domino fell when uh, the United States, when Donald Trump pulled forces out of the region, the Kurds uh, helping the United States and allies uh, reduce ISIS, contain ISIS, uh, and such. Uh, then, of course, uh, it was announced uh, last week that uh, the president would be pulling uh, the support troops out of there. As a result, Turkey moves in, looks at the Kurds as terrorists, and uh, the destruction has started. Unfortunately, one of uh, some of the collateral damage of all of this is those ISIS prisoners that were apparently contained. Uh, now their security is up in the air. And uh, in some cases, whereabouts, where they're going, what will happen to them, nobody knows at this point. To give us an update on all of this, uh, the latest from Stuart Bell, Global News. The headline, it's craziness here. Kurdish forces struggle to contain world's unwind, unwanted ISIS prisoners in Syria. And Stuart Bell is with us now. Stuart. Thanks for the time. Much appreciated. Yeah, no problem. Uh, after America has pulled out, give us an update. What has happened, and how does the president justify this? Uh, well, the, the situation in that region has been completely upended. Um, we've gone from having Kurdish forces aligned with the U.S. and the West in control of uh, a third of Syria, the northeast third, to a situation where first Turkey invaded across the border, um, and then the U.S. Uh, having abandoned uh, the Kurds, the Kurds were forced to make a deal with the regime of Bashar al-Assad, who, as we know, is an ally of Russia. So now the situation there is completely changed from having a friendly um, administration in control of that part of the world, as well as in control of the thousands of foreign ISIS fighters uh, captured in that region, to now where we have uh, a pro-Russian um, regime military that's taking control of that area. So it's just a, it's a very dramatic change in a very short period of time. Uh, the Russian, uh, pro-Russian resurgence there, does that explain the president's behavior, why he did this? No, I, I, I'm not sure there really is a rational Is there a benefit there for him? Uh, I, not that I see. Uh, as far as I can tell, the decision of the president, uh, U.S. president, to pull out of that region has uh, made national security worse, and it's helped um, enemies of the West. Um, but many said that, you know, uh, many tried to explain Donald Trump's relationship with Russia and such. Does that just fuel that speculation? What's, is he helping Russia here? Well, I don't know if he's helping it deliberately or just through his complete ignorance of foreign policy in, in uh, that part of the world. But certainly the effect has been to, to help Russia expand its influence in the Middle East um, as well as the Syrian regime, which uh, you know Canada and other Western countries have been highly critical of uh, and have called for the removal of their president over the crimes he's committed against his own people. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, in the end, that that has been the the ultimate effect. Uh, Turkey says that the Kurds are terrorists. Uh, is this the the best of a bad situation? H- how do they justify this? 
Well, I mean, Turkey has its own reasons for wanting to cross the border. They, uh, the president of Turkey is in an alliance with an anti-Kurdish faction. The uh, Turkey is fighting its own, has its own Kurdish minority uh, that has an armed group called the PKK, which uh, the Turkish regime has been fighting. And uh, Turkey views the Syrian Kurds as an extension of the PKK. And so they claim to be crossing the border to try to defend themselves against these types of attacks. But also, uh, they've been quite open about wanting to kick out the, you know, several million Syrian refugees that have been living in Turkey um, and install them along this sort of strip that they're trying to carve along the border. Uh, The uh, ongoing invitation from uh, Donald Trump for the Turkish president to visit the White House, uh, the call that happened before the removal of the troops, is this Donald Trump giving Turkey permission to do this? Well, he did, in effect, give Turkey permission. The State House, uh, the statement put out by the White House uh, on October the 6th mentioned that. It said, we're pulling out in order to allow for the Turkish invasion. Uh, And so, you know, that's exactly what's happened. Again, why it's happened, I just don't understand, uh, because this this was a scenario that was completely predictable by anybody who Mm. understood the region, that this was exactly what was going to happen, and it's resulting in a loss of U.S. influence in the region and a boost to uh, ISIS and the enemies of the West. And when that was presented to the president way back when, he said if they do that, we'll cripple them economically and sanctions and such. Does any of that matter? Well, I mean, it's kind of too late for that. Um, It seems to me that that there's a pattern here of uh, Donald Trump making sort of very sudden erratic announcements like he did about U.S. troops withdrawing. And then uh, upon reflection and and uh, his administration trying to then go and sort of undo some of what he said, um, that sort of seems to be what's happening now. He made this, these statements about Turkey and, and northern Syria, and his officials are now going around trying to sort of minimize the damage of that and imposing sanctions. I don't know how effective that, that's going to be, and I don't think it's going to change the reality on the ground, which is that we've lost uh, an ally in a very key part of the world, particularly in the fight against ISIS. Uh, Donald Trump was very adamant a few months ago about ISIS being defeated. Uh, now we're hearing stories of, uh, of these uh, Kurdish-controlled prisons that held ISIS prisoners uh, uh, leaking, and who knows what's going to happen to these prisoners. Um, how can you say ISIS has been defeated and then not support the Kurds to contain them? Well, ISIS had been defeated territorially in Syria. Right. The, the Kurdish fighters, with the backing of the coalition in the U.S., were able to take away the so-called ISIS caliphate. So they really didn't possess any significant amount of land in Syria anymore. How does that but change they, now that they the pr- do? How does yeah, that change they, now with prison breaks? Well, that's the big. Uh, concern. I mean, there haven't been large numbers of prisoners, I think, that have left. There have been some. There's been hundreds of ISIS families. Um, but the big fear, of course, is that, um, you know, there could be some major breakouts which would really boost ISIS. I mean, there's there are tens of thousands of, um, uh, of ISIS 
members that have been captured and, and thousands of very hardened fighters, including a lot of foreigners, including Canadians. And um, should they manage to exploit the chaos, which is something ISIS does very well, um, and break out of these prisons, uh, it's going to be a huge, huge setback. So as Turkey invades, what happens to these prisoners? Will well, they then, will they then uh, take over that responsibility, or what happens? Well, who knows? Um, some, of the, some of the camps and prisons are within this so-called safe zone that Turkey wants to invade and occupy, so that they may come under Turkish control. At the same time, the Syrian regime forces are moving in to try and maintain the border, so they could come under Syrian regime control. Um, some are escaping, so they could go back to ISIS. They could try and return to Canada. Um, Kurdish forces are still trying to maintain some of these prisons to the best extent they can at the same time that they're trying to fight this uh, Turkish invasion. So who knows? It's, you know, it's really anybody's guess. It's very unpredictable at this point. Is it safe to say that ISIS will gain strength out of this? Yeah, they already are. I mean, as soon as the White House announced... Uh, it was pulling out. ISIS began to resume attacks. There were multiple suicide, uh, car bombings and suicide bombings, um, and the, you know there was one bombing in particular that was right adjacent to an ISIS prison. So they're attempting to break people out of these facilities. Um, yeah, I mean ISIS is is sitting back and uh, um, you know, well aware that this is something that is going to help them in the long term. Uh, Stuart Bell is with us, uh, with us, investigative journalist, Global News. The uh, the column is, it's craziness here. Kurdish forces struggle to contain world's unwanted ISIS prisoners in Syria. So, Stuart, uh, if you're Donald Trump and something that you did caused this, you've already said ISIS is defeated. Now we see ISIS rearing its ugly head again. How does Donald Trump sell this to the American people? Because theoretically, well, he, what he did, what he did, is reverse what he said he accomplished. Yeah, he's trying to sell it as uh, America pulling out of what he calls endless wars. Yeah, um, and that's you know something he said previously. He didn't want the U.S. to be involved in these regions, uh, and and American soldiers dying for the conflicts of others. Does he forget nine um, eleven? I mean, that's how this all started. <laughs> yeah, I, you know. <laughs> I just can't even begin to yeah. rationalize the decision-making of yeah. Donald Trump because it it just appears to be so erratic and ill-informed at times that it's it's hard to even make sense of what he's trying to do. So the White House obviously gets called in to clean up all of the mess whenever it happens. How do they how do they solve this? How do they how do they contain this? How do they stop future carnage? I think they've lost this one, uh, Russia. Now has uh, now has sway in this part of the world. Uh, the, the region that the U.S. had influence in through its allies is now fallen to Russian allies, um, and you know God knows what's uh, that's going to mean uh, down the road. Um, it's it's a, just a huge blow to the influence and credibility of the U.S. and and the West and the coalition forces in in the fight against ISIS. And it, you know it was a very tough fight. It took years. Um, the Kurdish forces that we supported lost something like 11,000 fighters yeah. on the ground fighting for us. Uh, there were 24,000 that were wounded in that fight. And, um, you know, all of that sacrifice to simply hand 
that part of the world to uh, to pro-Russian regime forces is is a big blow. So where does this leave ISIS? What will we see? How will we view ISIS in the next few months, year? Well, ISIS, after the loss of its territory, had um, changed tactics from being an Islamic state, as they call it, to being a guerrilla force that would try to basically survive and to mount attacks and just await an opportunity to regroup. Uh, that's how these, these groups operate. That's how ISIS was formed, out of the prisons of, of Iraq. Um, so I think you know, they see an opportunity here. They, they are very good at exploiting this kind of disorder to, uh, to spread their influence, to form alliances, and to gain territory, and that's what they're going to do. I mean, we've been looking around the world at ISIS saying um, it's it's uh, got a toehold in this country and that country, but really, um, you know, where it continues to be present and growing is in Syria and Iraq. So is this now Russia's problem? Is that the way the president views this? And I know we can't get into the president's mind, but is this now Russia's problem? Well, I think the president is trying to portray it as somebody else's problem now. Um, but ISIS is a global security problem. It's not uh, any one country's issue. It's just something we've learned well over the past few years. Um, and is Russia a reliable Western ally in the fight against anything? Absolutely not. How will the U.S. move forward on this? Does this change... Uh, the president's election campaign, which he's been pretty much on since he was inaugurated, um, and many thought that this, you know, he's going to get a second term. Uh, does this change anything? Because it appears, obviously, even the Republicans are questioning this. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a, I'm no expert on U.S. politics. Um, I, I look at terrorist organizations, and um, we're seeing right now. I think the foundations for the resurgence of ISIS in that part of the world. Um, how that plays out to someone's re-election chances, I don't know. Uh, how is the rest of the world viewing this? Not only, uh, first of all, uh, number one, in the United States pulling out, how do they view that in, in turning their backs on the Kurds? And then what has happened as a result and the possible resurgence of ISIS? Well, I think uh, certainly for the Kurds, it's a betrayal. Uh, they had thought that they had won uh, the support of the West through the sacrifices they had made, and and more recently by detaining all of the ISIS prisoners that we didn't want to take back. Um, and you know, outside the region, I think in in most of the Western countries, it's being seen as a, a as a blunder, as yet another um, mistake by a president who doesn't seem to know what he's doing or to take into account the consequences of the things that he says and tweets and and the actions that he takes. What about the mess that it's created moving forward and 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 the and the possible resurgence of ISIS? Well, that's the that's the big concern. Uh, you know that uh, that this will be something that will be seen in retrospect as a turning point that allowed ISIS to regroup and to reform and to carry on as a, as a major threat to the West. At this point, is it, how will this end? Is there any defense for the Kurdish people or, or for the Kurds, or are, are they just now switching 
uh, switching teams and, and, and moving under Syria's umbrella? You know what, this last two weeks uh, have been so dramatic. Uh, things have turned so quickly that I think it's it's foolhardy to, to look down the road and to <laughs> try and predict what might happen because, uh, as we've seen, just in the space of just a couple of days, that whole region was completely turned upside down. Mm-hmm. Uh, so where it goes, got me. I don't know. Stuart Bell has been with us, investigative journalist for Global News. Uh, the column right now you can find on Global News website and ours. It's craziness here. Kurdish forces struggle to contain world's unwanted ISIS prisoners in Syria. Make sure you're watching Global News tonight at 530 and 6 for more on all of this. Stuart, great job. Thanks so much for uh, the insight. Much appreciated. Thank you. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.